Thank you for tuning in to this a special audio course on pricing. And uh, today I want to talk about creating value over price. You know, one of the hardest things as a business person or an entrepreneur is uh, to price your products or services. Um, I'm in the service business, the videography, creative business, and I know when I first started out, uh, just getting people to pay for your services and pay the fair price was a very difficult thing for me to do and for me to wrap my head around. So I want to record a few short audio uh, tips that have helped me uh, establish myself, not only my price, but just establish myself as a business person and how to create value over price. Okay, so let's get right into it. The first thing you need to know when you're trying to create value over price is that you have to find out and research what is going the going rate is in your area for your product and service. You cannot go into any business venture, whether it be photography, videography, whether you're selling, you know, pies, cupcakes, anything without knowing what the current rate is. And when I say current rate, I'm talking about at least the maximum amount that people charge. So you have the high, you have the low, then you have the middle. Because a lot of people get jammed up. You know, if you know that somebody, especially in your area, if I know somebody in the D.C. or Baltimore market is charging, you know, $85 an hour for videography services, and then somebody else is charging $150, maybe I want to be somewhere in the $90 range or maybe the 120 range. And it really depends on your 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 um just not your expertise but how long you've been in this business and doing that uh particular uh product or service um the second thing i really believe in is that whenever you're pricing something uh before you even after you do your research you really need to create that wow factor michael hyatt calls it the wow factor and it's really creating value to exceed your client's expectations so if you're giving them a dvd on your wedding video like me you just don't give them a dvd printed you try to uh, give them an experience okay that's what i'm doing now you 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 get a nice cover you put in a nice packaging if you ever looked at the apple products they're always packaged very nice and very uh deliberately um if you are, are writing something um it's easy to just send an email with a package but it's also nice to send a nice cover letter or cover page or whatever you can do to enhance because when people feel that they're enhanced or when they get more from what they pay for, that's when they'll come back. The third thing I want to talk about is really about negotiating rates and past performance because a lot of people, um, you know, treat business as uh, a negotiation time. And, and sometimes it should be, you know, um, I'm not saying that all the times you shouldn't uh, go into it like a used car salesperson, but you need to negotiate some things and some things you need to just leave as is and sometimes the price is just the price now if you have if you're just new to your field and and you try you're trying to get work you're you're a new business person college grad uh, negotiations aren't probably the best thing um you just need the work so you need to get a body of work or find an internship or find somebody to work under and see how they work. And then just ask for permission. Can you put some of the work that you have done for them on your portfolio? Because that gets you started. You have to have experience in order to get some jobs. So that is one of the main things you need to do. And then the next thing, if you are been in the business for a little bit, try to be strategic and try to take high exposure jobs. And what I mean by this is that, 
Uh, you need to take jobs that will give you exposure. In this day and age, it doesn't really matter about, you know, how many people are at an event because I had one person say, well, you know, a thousand people will be at this event and see you. You know, in this day and age, it doesn't matter if 50 people are at the event to see you. If you have a platform, if you have, you know, Facebook, a blog, way to get your things out there. And if your video is good enough, you will get referrals. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a living witness to that. One more thing I think that, you need to know whenever you take these jobs, just know that every job may not be as marketable as the next one. Um, there are some things, for instance, that there's some people and some clients that may get you uh, more exposure just because it could be. For example, there is a wedding that I've done that that it was um, the groom was very animated um, or the bride was very animated. There was a slip and fall. It was a viral type of visit video or it was something. So uh, sometimes even some funny things may get you more business, whatever your your business or field is in. And then, of course, you want to know when to fold them. There's a song uh, called The Gambler says you have to know when to walk away, you know. And sometimes I've learned the hard way when you're trying to hold on to contracts and that that, that you really shouldn't hang on to. You really need to know when you say, you know what, I don't need to bid on this particular job or this job may be a win-win for someone else and not for me. Um, case in point, there was a job that came across a friend of mine who was bidding on a particular project. And he was asking me how much should he charge per hour. And I gave him a range and he's like, well, I'll never make money. My usually hour rate is X. And with this hourly rate, this would be you know, why? And there's no way I would ever make money, but I do need the business. So I said, okay, so let's work smarter. So instead of uh, uh, your normal rate, can you get, you know, the client's requirements when you're bidding, can you get as much work done? Can you work smarter? Can you truncate the work that you're doing? You don't need an outside person to help you uh, and, and you manage expectations. So there is uh, it, sometimes ways where you can get jobs or you can work smarter. You don't have to fold them, but then there's sometimes where you know there is a bottom line figure. So always start with a bottom line figure that you say, you know what? I'm not going below this. I'm not. This is what I need to live. And this is what I need for my community. Because you know what? When you go below that bottom line figure, you usually do a disservice, not only to yourself, but to your competitors as well. I know when in business, you don't think about your competitors, but you want to make sure the market is stabilized. So when you're selling and undercutting and you're becoming, you know, the Walmart of your particular industry. Not that Walmart is terrible, but I'm just saying that you're also driving other people. You want to make sure that the, the playing field is good for everybody around. All right. Now, you want to also, you don't want to take on product projects you can just, just for the money or projects you can't handle. I mean, this happens for many of us, you know, and a lot of times we're, we're, we're slow. We're, we know when your slow season is. You need to know. I heard in a podcast before, you have to know when your slow season is. And if you know, like for me, when I'm doing wedding videos, November, December is my slow season. So that, therefore, now people are booking things for March, April, May, June, July. You know, during the summer season and during the fall for next year. So if I know that my slow season is coming up now, I'm doing specials, I'm running ads on Facebook, I'm putting ads out there on Google, I'm, I'm just tapping on my network, showing a lot more of my work. Um, you show your top 10, for instance, I'm doing top 10 uh, wedding highlights of 2011. That will get a lot of play because it has a lot of different people in 
in it. So you have to kind of recap your year and show people what you have done. A lot of times in business, we're not good with marketing ourselves. We're just used to uh, marketing our clients and, 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 and the work that we've done for them. But a lot of times you need to just market yourselves, take a step back and see what you've done so you can go forward uh, with your business. And when you don't take on every project, you really take on the right project. You know, uh, uh, my wife has helped me out tremendously with this because there have been times when, you know, I want to be a good guy and just take this and help this person out. And, you know, with a young family and a stay-at-home mom, you just have to take the right projects because you could be running all around. And remember, being busy, busy doesn't equate for, pardon me, more money. And I think a lot of people... Always assimilate and put the two together. If you're running all around town, if you're doing things, I'd rather do a few projects and then get more ROI, more bang for my buck than doing 20, you know, at, you know, a lesser price. So I think a lot of times quick cash, we've all been there where we've all done some deals that we needed the money. We needed a quick thousand dollars or five hundred dollars but that thousand dollars has taken us more time than uh, a ten thousand dollar project would have taken us so let's be wise in the projects we choose and the people who we do business with and uh, the promises they keep but that's for another uh, uh, audio audio seminar that I'm doing on why you should waver on your prices and last but not least uh, two two last points is excellent work is a key you, you don't want anyone to argue with your work. You know, you may come across as some people may say pompous or a jerk or whatever. But when they see you, when they see your work, when they read the work, when they view it, the proof is in the pudding. They say, you know what, this guy, this young lady, you know, she may charge X, but guess what? I'm getting Y. So you want people to know that when they hire you, your value is high. There's a photographer that I know, um, and I know that he has been online for a long time, and he was a graphic designer. He was doing some other things, but he's built his business twofold based on Facebook, and just a lot of people in the market knows him just for excellent work. So when he comes around now, he can demand a price, and people pay the price. They fly in places, and I asked him, so well, how in the world did you get to that point where people just you know don't argue with price and he said one thing he said you know what chip i just created great products and excellent work and you know i was expecting that you know he had some key marketing plans some some other kind of things but no when you do excellent work word gets around people want to be associated with people who do excellent work uh, you refer people who do excellent work you 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 lift them up they'll be your greatest asset they'll be your tribe and Seth Gordon calls it. And these people will keep on uh, uh, saying your name many, many times, even after they've seen a video or seen your photography or read your story or any other product that they've had. And then last but not least, you have to build the trust and relationship. And remember, experience is a good teacher, but a good example can help you far better than a failed experience. So I hope this audio seminar helps you uh, just to create some value over price because pricing can be a really tricky thing. If you enjoyed this audio podcast, please visit my uh, other podcasts and my other audio things that I have out there. And I have the Amazing People podcast on iTunes or just search chipdesard.com and you can see all the other audio things that I'm doing. So I really appreciate you listening to this today. And best of luck and best wishes in your business as you uh, create value over price.